You are live with Richie and Wes. He's Richie. And he's Wes. And we are here with a very special guest, our friend Tim O'Leary. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Back. I'm back. I'm back like the clap, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Tim is, I think, running neck and neck with some of our repeat offenders on the show. Yeah. Because you've been on the show more than once. I'll have to take them out. Yeah. (laughs) Haven't you been on the show more than once? Uh, twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know things. That's my show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, this is lucky number three for me. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad to have you back. So you know what you're in for at this point. A whole bunch of unorganized mess. Obviously, a glutton for. I punishment. do a lot of drinking. Yep. I'm actually yes. not even drinking. This yes, week. but oh, I, I like, you know me. Have you, Richie? Richie, Richie. Do you go sober. <sighs> A lot has changed since you've been gone to Mexico. No. Um. Did you hear the disappointment in Tim's voice? I was very, I'm so let down. I'm actually going to peace out, guys. This was right here. Yeah. No, um, oh. what I did do in my frantic searching for my backpack was left the bottle in my car. And I'm like, I'm not oh. doing another 35-minute elevator excursion. Oh. This be my first sober podcast ever in my career. <laughs> That's okay. Right, Sobriety enough. is totally cool. Not for me, it's yes. not. <laughs> I mean, it's like cool, yes. Yeah. Fun, no. Right. But it is cool. Yeah. It yeah. is cool. And it's totally fine. Not for Richie Rich and not for me. And definitely not for Tim. <laughs> no, <he's laughs> anyway. If you don't know us by now, this is what we do. We just troll social media and get drunk. That's that's what we do. Pretty much. Sweet. Not Richie Rich, though. No. Still trolling, just no drinking this week. I'll drink uh, week, don't worry. Well, speaking of trolling, Richie Rich, you have definitely been very active on the Twitters this week with all of the Rihanna oh memes my... and reactions. And... God, yes. I have been... Well, first, I've had a fever for the last three days, so I probably shouldn't be drinking. I know. Um, that's partially why I've been so extra active on Twitter, because I've been in bed living a literal fever dream and just with nothing else to do, with no strength to do anything else besides look at my phone and troll people. <laughs> but yeah, there's been a lot going on the last couple of days. I've been mm-hmm. into a lot of discourse and do, using my favorite Twitter function, the mute conversation. Because I look, this is this is how I view Twitter. If I'm going back and forth with you about something, you're, I'm not going to change your mind about it, and mm-hmm. you're damn you're damn well not going to change mine. So I said my piece. I dropped mm-hmm. my phone, and I don't even I don't need my phone flashing every five seconds with little bubbles popping up that you respond. So I just mute the conversation. Scream Ooh, into the void. It lets yeah. people yeah. Think that they've won something, so they get a victory in their head, thinking that they've said one thing that I'm not going to reply to. And in reality, I'm just no. I just don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> but you could do that in real life that'd be great exactly yes. and there have been plenty of takes about this uh rihanna situation oh the, the well i think the big one that you were responding to was the idea that like clearly pregnant that rihanna should have been getting baby bump twirls oh uh, yeah you know I what was, i mean like everyone was like oh but beyonce when she was pregnant like beyonce when she was that far along was laying back on a goddamn chair shut up like yeah, either way know, they really the fuck cares and it's this one twitter user by the name of meech he's always getting, going in on women and i'm just like i'm sorry 
if straight people shouldn't be in gay people's business, if white people shouldn't be in black people's business, men stay out of fucking women's business, especially when it comes to their bodies. Shut up about it. You don't know what people are going through. Maybe she's in pain. P pregnancies are hard. People go through them differently. And people just have different skill sets in general. Shut up. Also, she performed a halftime show in the air. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a, what do you want? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she should do that, but also be fighting a lion at the yeah, same yeah. time. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah oh, my God. So stupid that and me somehow again coming into defense of the Kardashians. Oh, which that's an interesting position to be in. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, someone posted um Kim's daughter Northwest drawing a really cool drawing of this new rapper um that's out. And they brought back up this painting that came out last year when Kim was like, Oh my god, like North painted this, but without the context, because that's how they do things. Mm -hmm. And it was this gorgeous painting of like trees and skies and mountains and whatnot. And it did look extremely professional. Well, it was. It was. <laughs> like, and she actually did do it. Then she did it because it's part of her fucking art class where this woman has been teaching for 35 years and is part of her curriculum to guide step by step these children on how to paint this one particular piece of art. Oh, interesting. And her okay. daughter actually came up, and that's how it was decided because it was like, oh my God, no, she just put a painting in that, like in her hand, and is passing it off. And then this girl popped up. She's like, I can't believe I have to fucking, I'm even doing this. Hi, um, I'm the daughter of Northwest art teacher. It's my oh, mom. My and God. this is me with the exact same drawing in 2003 <laughs> that my mom guided me to do. She has a very small art class. Mm -hmm. only a couple of kids and she's been doing this for 35 years and that's what it is so i can tell you that no kim did not fake this yes that child did do this because this was mine when i was seven years old so <laughs> shut the fuck up about it and the funny thing is that i literally explained this scenario mm -hmm. that it was a guided class and I got called all kinds of weirdo. Why can't you, you're a, you're a creep. Why can't you let this kid just paint, blah, blah, blah. Why do you even, like, where do you, yeah, were you in the classroom with her? How do you even know? How the fuck do you even know this information? You just made this up. And I was like, first of all, hold on. I'm defending the kid for people who were saying that she didn't paint the goddamn picture. Secondly, get some fucking reading comprehension skills. I literally said that that both the drawing and the painting were were amazing that she's talented and i'm simply giving context as to how she was able to achieve this painting <laughs> and then what shut people up is when i literally was like responded to a couple of the quote tweets saying you're fucking weird like like were you there are you the teacher and i said no but the teacher's fucking daughter posted this viral TikTok about a year ago boom here's the link mm, who's weird yeah. now you're fucking weird because you can't understand what I'm fucking trying to tell you. You're like, I am agreeing with you. Will you shut the fuck up? Someone was like, you're probably 40 over here dragging down a fucking eight-year-old girl. That was all. Um, actually, I'm 39. I'm turning 40 in a couple of <laughs> in a couple of months. And you're probably pushing 30 and still haven't learned basic reading comprehension skills. So maybe you should worry about that and not my Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That is crazy. The land of morons over there sometimes in that bird app.
Well, Twitter could be, um, it could be a really difficult place. I actually had an experience on Twitter recently where, uh, well, it started on Facebook and I uh, oh, posted. You use in, Facebook, how retro. I oh. do. And let me tell you something. I am a 40 year old man. I use Facebook. I make no apologies for that shit. I was like, I'm going to sit on my porch and tell the kids to get off my lawn and I'm going to be on Facebook. But um, oh no, no Tim Froze. I was on Facebook. And I, so apparently my internet connection is unstable. Can oh. you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. You're back with this now, though. I can... Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I think I just got a little too gay and animated, and my computer tried to shut that shit down. They were yeah. just like, they like, wait, like... that is disrupting the entire <laughs> internet. So I was, I was like, oh, the fuck down, Tim. Right. <laughs> right, um, I wish everyone could see your Zoom video of you voting. <laughs> that was really cute, but we are an audio show. Indeed. Anyway, um, go on. Oh, so I, uh, <laughs> I love sorry, your voting. Keep going. Thank you. Uh, so I posted in a Facebook uh, page. Literally, I just wrote the words, where are my queer DPs at? Or where are my queer LA-based LA DPs at? Because I'm trying to like always like, you know, by the way, DP is not something dirty. It means director of photography. This is a film term that we all use. And um, the amount of vitriol and hate and anger that I got from straight white guys, and it was only straight white guys, also, I wasn't posting a job. I was just like, I literally said where my LA-based queer DP is at. And like people were like going nuts after me. And some guy DM'd me and he called me and I quote, I fucking twat. And just all this kind of stuff. So I was like, I'm just gonna post this on Twitter <laughs> to show people like what it's like to be a gay person just trying to exist in the film space. So did I so throw out their names? You, no. Yeah. So you decided to repost this whole thing on Twitter and got uh -huh. blasted on Twitter too. Yeah, mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. And um, listen, if you throw something out on social media that is a public forum, you cannot expect any kind of privacy or anything like that. No. So um, I just block people, but go on. Well, yeah. So I so I posted that. And then yesterday or the day before, that same guy that damned me, by the way, I don't respond. I'm not going to give this guy the time of day to like respond, but he messaged me again telling me that I had to take that down from Twitter or he was going to send the police after me for slandering him. Uh, what? And so just as a re just as a reminder, the the slander was simply oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um but I was like I was like first of all two things. One, uh what it's written where it's called libel, it's not called slander. And two, um that doesn't constitute slander or libel when you're simply replaying somebody's words but Re it's kind of like taking somebody. a page out of the republican playbook at this point yeah where it's like how dare you quote me directly and try to make me look bad <laughs> like, but yeah that's uh social media so wow yeah. oh, what are you gonna do yeah well yeah. meanwhile tim on social media you are promoting so many things because you have a number of projects that have happened i know the last time you were on the show i'm sure we had to shout out to demon hunter uh, it was before we filmed your your episode that's how long ago it was oh my god you're right no yeah it was it was, it was like I, I think it was like two or three weeks before we filmed your episode because like, we recorded so. we were yeah. talking about it yeah 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 oh my god that's so fucking crazy yeah, like we have gone through so much after that. Yeah, there was also a little thing called COVID that kind of yeah. threw us off, but <laughs> we did. Wow. But yeah, no, Demon Hunter's uh, it's up and 
kicking on here TV. If uh, people listening have ever been dying to see Wes's penis, they can just <laughs> go to episode three. Uh, I will tell you it's an amazing penis. I wrote letters about it. Um, uh, yeah, I know. It's great. Um, and also, I don't think you know, that's the main selling point of the show. I think, I it, think, might you, I think it might be. I'm might down say, for a shameless plug. Because you <laughs> also have, and you have a sex like scene it, with Johnny Ford, who's a true. very famous uh, porn star now. So yeah, yeah you have, a, yeah. You, you know, you have, I would, we would say you have a memorable role. The other thing is, like, I actually don't really write a lot of sex scenes, which people don't believe me. I write a lot of nudity. Well, you stuff, are but... very horny. <laughs> well, fair. Um, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's just on record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I do have a lot of nudity, but I don't have a lot of sex scenes because I do find sex scenes to be boring unless you're really, really learning something about the characters. What's the reason? Or... Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the reason? I saw a show recently where there was a sex scene, and the sex scene was between a couple that was already together and then. They were like, you know, in love and they got frisky and they had sex and then the sex scene ended and then the plot went on. And I learned nothing about the characters and I learned nothing about the story. Right. Like it was just it was really just supposed kind of to be like, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, we understand that the characters are sexually active and they're in a sexual relationship and shit, but we already knew that. So it's right. like we're learning nothing new. Give us like like character stuff like if, if looking away and clearly bored or clearly angry or maybe looking like they were imagining somebody else like that would be storytelling yeah. you know what i mean so that's the interesting of, right yeah right exactly yeah i have a series called scratch i do yeah so yeah. we're filming scratch right now that's kind of the follow-up to demon hunter mm-hmm. and um so we we filmed a, a short called The Third, which I'm actually really proud of. And my friend Eric Toms was in it, Tim Christian, uh, Zach Cannon, Jake Knight. And it's it has a lot of nudity, but no sex scenes. But uh, it's on the um, circuit right now. So it's in some film festivals. Mm-hmm. It was just in Queer Hair Cinema in, I want to say, December. But yeah, but now I'm working on Scratch, which is a haunted house anthology series about a guy trying to sell a house and, and constantly selling this house to people who move in and then are immediately killed by a uh, disembodied hand. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. That's wow. So my, that. the main character in the first episode is a uh, model who doesn't have a, a lot of acting experience. His name is Vu Tian. Super awesome guy. I don't even know if I can say what he does for a living because there's a little bit of um, uh, government secrecy involved so i can't i think i think that's all i could say um but he is uh uh such a cool dude and then my friend dk kembro is the uh in the second episode and um yeah it's just it's just really fun you know it's just something like i was in the and the monster is a disembodied hand so it's it's presented as a disembodied hand but it also might belong to a larger body we kind of leave that a little ambiguous yeah but i play the hand (laughs) yeah which is why my my arm and my hand is shaved right now (laughs) i feel i feel very twinky i feel very very twinky and dewy eyed 
Uh, oh, God, yeah, not the word twink. Great. I've seen enough of that on social media this week. Yeah, yeah. well, Demon Twink was trending back in 2019, and now we're... Oh, my it. God, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Twink Death, I think, uh, mm-hmm. has been trending quite that's a bit. I'm tired of seeing. Let me mute that on my Twitter, actually. I'm so yeah. tired of people. Yeah, although I will say, when I saw that Leonardo DiCaprio Twink Death thing, that was really funny. That, that was, was very hilarious. Yeah, that was very really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think the third in the saga will be? Oh, of uh, Demon Hunter? No, of of the Twink Death. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. That's what I thought too. But that's also <laughs> the next question. Yes, <laughs> I feel like it, I feel like it has to be um like Twink Zombie, right? Like Twink right. Resurrection, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> right like start with the demon twink who then dies and says twink death and then it has to be some kind of like right. twink from beyond the grave yeah. <laughs> i just uh, love no. that you're like this queer creator who creates shows that have gay characters and queer characters not only that tim you're someone who encourages people so much uh-huh. even though people on twitter might not agree with me (laughs) i have seen you like totally light people up and be like yeah you've got to go after it like myself included you know you're you're someone who really pushes people to achieve the things that they sort of dream about and when you're you know when you're in a creative place especially in fucking los angeles right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it can be really easy to be really eaten up and really defeated and i just really see you really be a super supportive like queer creator and i think that's so amazing oh thank you so much that actually really really means a lot to me um you know it's funny when i when i first got to la and i got here in 2014 which doesn't feel like a long time but also it's fucking 2023 so yeah well we've been through a lot We've been through, (laughs) we've all uh, aged a little bit more than we would like maybe, but um, yeah, you know, the, the very, very, very first thing I did was I tried to um, find a a queer writers group that I could join. And uh, what I discovered was that there wasn't one. So I was like, okay, well, if there's not one, I mean, I can, I can do it. I can start a writers group. That doesn't sound that hard. It's not like starting like a business or anything. So <laughs> I started that and we have over 800 members now, you know, like, oh yeah, six years later, we, you know, thank you. Yeah. And it's just like, there, there is it, one thing that I will say is that when I got here, I saw something that I found very admirable among people of color and women, which is that they galvanized and they supported themselves and they found out ways to help each other out and to lift each other up. And there was that kind of like, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so inspiring, so powerful. And I will say, and this is not throwing too much shade at my own community, but I will say I didn't really see much of that specifically for ex- like queer people and queer people carte blanche, whoever you are, if you identify as queer, the, yeah, so, the alphabet people. It's just the, too long now. I just think yeah, 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 so, yeah. 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 But um, so I was like, it really did become kind of my mission where I was like, okay, what can I do to kind of help that cause it all? And and what I thought was like, okay, well, I'm going to start this British group. I'm also going to reach out to people um, in my vicinity who are queer, who maybe are not really getting a boost from anybody else, but mm-hmm. who need it, you know? And I myself have gotten crazy amounts of boosts from other queer people, you know, because we're we're all kind of here together. It, it, you know, I just remember like 
talking to people. I know that gay marriage has been legal since 2015. That is not that long ago. I am old enough to remember when like people shit on queer people, when we were absolutely the butt of the joke. We were never uh, characters who are given any kind of sympathy. Mm-hmm. It was not that long ago. And it is very easy for it to go right back. And we see this happening already where it's like people in Florida are trying to cancel trans teenagers because they have it so easy. Trans teenagers, mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. In, you know, we see this happening in Florida right now where it's like they passed the don't say gay bill. And they also decided that AP African-American studies is not like worthy of being taught in schools whereas they do not isolate any other group of people. So it's the, the targeting is very clear and very mm-hmm. obvious. You know what I mean? And so it's oh, just it like, is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not something that you have to like read between the lines to see. Like it's, they're, they're saying everything out in the open right now. Um, so it's, you know, now like more than ever, it's really important that for all of us who are in any kind of marginalized community that we help each other out, we help other mm-hmm. marginalized communities out. The other thing I found is that like blowhards and straight white guys that really throw their weight around are such fucking wimps. Like if you stand up to them and like, that's something I've learned because my, my other job is I'm a ghostwriter and I work, you know, with uh, a lot of like big, high, highly paid uh, straight white male executives in a lot of my work. And they'll, they'll like kind of come hard at me for whatever reason, this reason, that reason. And as soon as you stand up to them, they back the fuck down mm-hmm. so fast mm-hmm. because they're just so unused to people mm-hmm. saying they don't no. know how to handle They're it. like, no, 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 no. They don't know yeah, how to handle we're it. not doing this. But it, it's funny because it's like, even like, you know, we were talking about Team Hunter, we were talking about Wes, your scene with Johnny Ford, uh, who's, I'm not going to, you know, Clark Kent him, but I'll say his, his actual first name is Joel and he's a wonderful guy, great friend of mine. Um, mm-hmm. I met both of you at the same time uh, you know Wes I continue to work with you you're mm-hmm. for people who don't know who are listening to this who don't know Wes is a fantastic writer he is such a great screenwriter he has created this amazing pilot that I'm very excited about <laughs> and Joel is as well Joel's also a filmmaker and he's a screenwriter yeah. and stuff and just being oh, able to talk yeah. to you guys and like nurture mm-hmm. these relationships it's so important you know and like when you guys get your successes that feels good for me you know, mm-hmm. am I jealous? Yeah, I want to cut you bitches, but I'm also happy for you. Because so. <laughs> it's so good. Well, but that's what I think, you know, Richie Rich have, and I have said uh, on this podcast many times, like I know people uh, have told me at least, I'm sure they've told you, Richie, that, oh, I wish I could do a podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys do a podcast. And I'm like, do it. Like mm-hmm. just... Yeah, do do absolutely. it. Let's do it. We'll give you pointers on how and what not to do, basically. But- <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people I'm so good at teaching people how to direct because on Demon Hunter, I made every mistake you could possibly <laughs> make directing. And so now I'm like, I know everything not to do. Exactly. I, do I know everything to do? Maybe not, but I know yeah. everything not to do. But yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like this is such a empowered and uplifting show. I definitely want to like keep the trend going and just say fuck turfs. Fuck yeah, turfs. I was like, huh? I'm like, no, we're, not keeping it. we're getting turfs. shady. <laughs> fuck turfs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to add except I agree. Fuck <laughs> That's turfs. all you really have to say. Yeah. <laughs> And someone that I am continuing to 
fucking love because of their ridiculousness is Sam Smith, who I truly <laughs> believe is trolling the entire world it. right now <laughs> in the way that Bowie and Miley, Madonna, and like mm-hmm. all these people, Lil Nas X, and the way that they have been able to take just walking down the red carpet at the Brit Awards. Mm-hmm. And granted, I know a lot of it is negative. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I fucking I've never loved Sam Smith more. Yes. Same. This era, I'm loving it. Really <laughs> <laughs> am. I'm here for just the like the the boldness, you know, the the audacity in a good way. Like just that mm-hmm. just feeling of like giving no fucks. It's so impressive. And, and some of it almost and look like you know, um, like Bowie. You know, the sense of humor is sort of reflected, right? It's like it's so audacious and mm-hmm. ridiculous that it's amazing and also laughable at the same time. And they mm-hmm. know it. I honestly thought that, uh, what, what Sam wore on the red carpet was reminiscent of that sort of guitar shaped pants, striped mm-hmm. black suit that Bowie did. And that performance. The leather gear and the hat and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's a hot outfit. I don't care. It is. <laughs> I love it. What you Agreed. What? I was here for it. Yeah. I was here for it. You know what else I'm here for? Is we're slowly evolving to the point where women are getting called out for sexually assaulting men, which needs to happen. Oh my. Absolutely. And and just did on camera the other day by no other than Buster Rhymes. Really? He's walking with his entourage through an airport. This woman comes up and smacks and grabs his ass, to which he just instinctively turned around and threw his water at whoever it, whoever it was going to be. You could tell he didn't even realize who it was. He felt someone grab his ass and reactionary, boom, oh my God. water drops. And good for him, damn it. You can't just go around grabbing people. No, no, no. There's there's an no. important thing called consent. Yes. Yeah, you can't yeah. You know, touch people. And for some reason, women think that they can do this, especially with gay men, which is the weird, like, that's even more just like, I've gotten my dick grabbed when I've been out places. I'm like, honey, who, what? What if I oh go yeah, I hate that shit. And I have actually been with you a few t- one time when someone was trying to grab your dick. Yes. And yeah, it is not. My cool. reaction is pretty much like busted arms. Like, I want to hit someone when someone grabs me, and I don't want it. Like, but if I want you to touch me, that's a different situation. And right. if you want to get, that's a different situation. <laughs> I'm usually but... in the. I'm usually in like the other camp. I'm like, no one's touching me. I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> Like I have a big like neon sign like hit this and no one's come out of to bat. You know what I mean? Die on the home plate is very empty. So uh yeah. <laughs> but no, I why mean, is like, it why is it like like a Sahara or you're drowning? Like why like, I don't get it. There's, there's Honestly, never like there's never an even playing field. It's, it's no. literally one way or the other. It is either totally inappropriate or well, I just remember like I was at um trunks for those of us who are familiar with west hollywood and it was pride season 
I don't know, it was like Pride Weekend or whatever, it was Pride-ish. And uh, there was a uh, go-go boy. And you know the go-go boys are mostly straight. But he was like dancing, he was doing the board dance shuffle on the box kind of thing. And then, uh, you know, it was a gay bar. And then there was just this like train of women who came in, literally a train, like a, you know, like a human centipede of women coming in. And um uh yeah and they just started like grabbing the gogo boy's junk and his and his butt and stuff but because this was a very like bored straight gogo boy he was he was kind of enjoying the attention oh, because the other attention he got was from men which is obviously not his speed um and i'm just thinking like oh he's just like he's catering to the worst aspect of being in a gay bar which is just you know because then god forbid there's a there's actually a gay go-go boy who's on stage and then is getting groped by these women who are not no. tipping by the way i know no. as somebody who like was in the service course, industry for many years i always check to see who's tipping and who's not mm-hmm. um yeah and so it's always just... a drunk ass sorority girls popping in there to infiltrate and then treat everyone like shit yeah and then stumble out with a broken heel and vomit on their skirt which, by the way, I, I live here. for those moments. I do live for those moments. <laughs> I like that part. I just don't like the part that comes before it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I have one last topic. And okay. actually, you know, actually, Tim, I was very curious to ask you about this. And I still have no idea how to really phrase this. But Ooh, okay. we saw the Flash trailer come out this week. And I'm curious, as a director, creator etc like mm-hmm. what if i flipped out and started like stealing cars and abusing people and whatever would you be like mm, now i have to take demon hunter off of streaming or you know what i mean like with the flash coming out and and someone is problematic as yeah. miller who and i've seen the headlines of the everyone people are like oh can they put their can they put their past behind them? And it's like, bitch, the past, there are upcoming court dates, bitch. It is not yeah. the past. It no, is it was the, not present. the past. So they're already trying to move past it. Like, yeah. What the fuck? With all this going on, how would you, how would you fucking handle something like this? Oh my God. In that impossible in situation. One of your projects, right? What would you yeah. do? Yeah. Well, because the not thing the is like. On the spot, but what would you do? Um, I gotta go. <laughs> Can I just vote my way out? Just... <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, the thing is when you when you make a film, when you make anything, when you make a, even as a web series as like you know schlocky as Demon Hunter, where we you know our budget was like five bucks and a pack of gum. There are so many people who are involved in it, who work really hard on it that you maybe don't see on camera, but it's like every time Ezra Miller is on screen, they're wearing an outfit. That outfit was created by the costume designer. They're in a scene that was created by the set designer and lit by the gaffer. And you hear things that were made by, that were that were captured in the moment by the sound designer, or then later put in by the, um, by the sound mixer, you know. There's a composer who is going to be putting music under every scene. Do you punish all of those people for the sins of one shitty ass person? I think no. You know, I think you don't. I don't think it's right. Like my favorite thing, you know, to deal with was when I think it was called Army of the Dead when they eliminated yeah. Chris yeah. Delia yeah. and they I put mean, in Tignataro. They could have just done that. It's WB and Except, they have the money. 
that was, I think, I'm listen, I'm not going to lie. I didn't actually see it. But, uh, I did. Um, I liked it. I, I, think, oh, I did. You would okay, have never so known. Tang Natara probably wasn't in like a huge amount of scenes, right? Like it was no. sort of. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's just sort of like you, you yeah. do that when it's not the lead actor of your show. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it, also, I was so excited about Ezra Miller. I was so excited about having like a queer, non binary actor playing a superhero in a marquee show. Mm-hmm. And it's so disappointing that this is how it ended up. It but, really is. Yeah. I remember hearing somebody one time say that we're all more than the sum of our mistakes. And I thought that was really powerful, but also it's like, in order to forgive people, they need to show remorse. It, right. <laughs> right. No, exactly. It, that's and I, I don't part know if of it. That. Accountability. There's yeah. Just as a, as a director, the, okay. I'm going to say something that is going to piss a lot of actors <laughs> off, but I'm just going to say this. Oh fuck! I'm gonna edit. Should this I out. say this? Okay. No, no, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna. No, you know what? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna stand by my opinion. On a film set. Oh god, I can't say this. I'm gonna say. It. No, I'm gonna say. It. I'm gonna say. It. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll cut this out later. But yeah. um, uh, it is often the case. Not always. Not all the time. Not 100 percent of the time. But often the case that um, the easiest person to replace on a film set is an actor. Um, because we, in Hollywood, we are, we are, you know, neck deep in actors, in incredibly talented actors. And I remember when we were, um, casting Demon Hunter, I was like, I can, uh, we could have cast the show 30 times over with the amount of people that came in with the amount of talent that came into that audition room. Mm -hmm. And it is Mm -hmm. actually heartbreaking when you see people who are such incredible actors they're so talented oh, i don't God. like to say talented i like to yeah. say skilled because yeah. talented seems like they don't work at it whereas skills like they are very much working mm-hmm. at it no um, there's there is a skill speaking as an actor yes um naked or not um, <laughs> but, the, but the point i was gonna make is that like let's say an actor drops out the day before a shoot and you're like fuck okay we need to recast this role mm-hmm. that's probably easier than if your sound guy flakes at the last minute. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, I'm just I'm just being real here, guys. Like that's just the and, the thing is, here, and here's the thing. I'm married to an actor. He is within earshot of me. He can hear every word that I'm saying. <laughs> that's every word that's coming out of my mouth right now. He knows how much I respect the true craft of acting. Um and and the tr- and the the work that it takes to hone that fucking craft because it is not easy to walk on set and act and i can tell you i'm a terrible actor i've done some stuff on camera i suck at it except it for your hands hard. except for my hands my hands are great actors <laughs> costume <laughs> um, but uh and vogue and vogue. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um but uh but yeah no it's you know it's, it, it is really one of those things where you know you talk about ezra miller shitty person Chris Delia, shitty dude, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Who mm-hmm. who was uh, recast as Christopher Plummer? Oh, Kevin Spacey, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Shitty, shitty fucking person. Those are one person in a collective that's making a film. And that, especially when you're talking about 
big movies, we're talking hundreds of people. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, their faces are on camera, but they're not the only people working on this thing. Right. So are we going to punish all That's of why I think people? they just could have replaced them with CGI and no yeah. one would have fucking noticed. Like, yeah. like AI is so cool now. Just replace them with an right. AI person. Like, who cares? Did you guys see um, everything ever all at once? <laughs> Don't cancel me. I'm just saying they could have easily been like, you know what? Edit. And just, I know it's the main character, but who fucking cares? They could have just taken them out yeah. of the whole motherfucking thing. Because it, sure. I can't, I don't know that I can support this monetarily. It's also WB, so it doesn't require my money to support it. It's going to succeed anyway. People are going to see this movie, whether I personally go to the theater or not. Right. So I don't have to see it until it's on HBO Max. This is what and... this is my suggestion: <laughs> is take all the scenes, get rid of Ezra Miller, CGI Elliot Page into that role as the yes. Flash. That's what I want. I love it. Yeah. That, I would watch that movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we had such a great conversation and so much fun. Oh, I had so much fun with you. And I can't believe yeah, it's like a lot. This is like a heartfelt episode. It's like a very I special. Know. Hey, man, I, I fucking I bring the stakes, buddy. I, I bring it, it here. <laughs> no, uh, Tim, we had so much fun having you and hope that everyone goes into our show notes because there are show notes to look up him and support his projects and don't cancel me <laughs> also i love i love working with actors i think they're great just that way no everyone's amazing <laughs> yeah just not ezra miller <laughs> or kind of or uh, but everyone else is great <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening be sure to check out our sponsors and our show notes and save some money by using our coupon codes until next time goodbye bye